ready so uh good morning everybody uh happy friday it's end of the week uh today is what the 20th episode mm-hmm. 25 another week for the books uh just a quick disclaimer this is just for fun just for entertainment so don't take everything that we say seriously uh yeah without further ado let's get this money Let's get started with some of the topics that we're going to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the personal development. I have an interesting one, another spicy one. What does she's not yours, it's just your turn mean? Uh, on the fitness side, we have fasting and the different types. And with finance, we have how much money is enough money, plus news updates. Yeah. All right, let's get started with the first one. Uh, um, so, <laughs> that's an so interesting hear- topic. When you hear that expression, what, what do you think? Uh, well, let me read it again. Mm-hmm. It says, she's not yours, it's just your turn. All right, so that just means that you're just dating. So that, that means that there's no future in there. Now, that usually happens with a lot of girls that I date. It's like, as soon as you meet them, you know that you guys have an expiration date. Now, so hold on. What does that mean? Um, that means that you don't see a future with that person. That means mm-hmm. that you you guys just fucking, um, you know, it's just your turn to, to be with her at the moment. But there's no future. There's not kind of like wifey material type of thing. And as a man, you just know. As for example, me, once I go on a date, once I start seeing somebody, I just know, like, I'll be like, oh, we have an expiration date. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't see long term on that. It's kind of like an investment. Like you don't see a long term investment on that on her. But yeah, I think that's what it means. I mean, in my opinion, that's what comes to my head. <laughs> right, right, right. But what do you think? Right. So with that expression, it's uh, depends on the way you take it, right? Because like at face value, what it sounds like is you know, don't get too attached to a woman because at some mm-hmm. point she's going to leave or something's going to happen. You guys are going to have to end the relationship. And for the most part, you consider that's true because most relationships end up, you know, finishing off. They they never really last for the long term. It's very rare that you see a relationship last any more than a couple months to a year at best nowadays. Um, Like the only relationships that are long-term are the ones that probably your parents or maybe your grandparents have, but you yourself don't really have anything like that. And, you know, there's just a lot of people, uh, the way society pushes relationships, especially with our, you know, how young we are, um, you know, you're not, you don't need to get married. You don't need to have long-term relationships in order to survive anymore. That was usually like the reason to be in a relationship. It's to, you know, have something and build something. Um, But yeah. So face value, you know. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Right, so at face value, that's what I think, but I believe there's a deeper meaning to that, which I'll, I'll get into. But go ahead. Mm, yeah, uh, that's a good point that you bring about your parents in uh, about our parents, because like in my family, like my parents are still together, and they always tell me like the stories of how they met and all that, and it's interesting because like looking back, like um, like like all generations they had the mentality like by 20 you you were you know as a woman especially you were supposed to be married already 
or like and as a man Kids. you were supposed to yeah in it's crazy because i'm 22 and my dad i'm a, I'm a parent they already had a two-year-old by the time but this time so it's interesting to see that in you know they they had their ups and downs but they're still together and it's, it's really nice to see a relationship like theirs but at the same time we are a new generation now women are more they have more freedom now so they got more same and like, you know what they do and how they choose to live so as a man usually it's hard to find that connection in uh nowadays but there's girls out there that you know they seek they seek that oh they want that but like for me i don't see myself getting married until like my late 20s or like early 30s so you right, know right. there's there's no rush on that so but yeah. so one of uh one of the other things about the um the phrase there i think a lot of it comes also down to the fact that sometimes uh because of the freedoms and the luxuries, just more freedoms that women have nowadays, uh, men are more apt to kind of just, you know, give them, you know, give them free attention, free validation, just give them stuff for the sake of hopefully they get something in return. That's how, that's how guys get in uh, the friend zone, right? So like they, they act too friendly, hoping that if they give enough, they'll get something in return. But with that phrase, the whole point is, Listen, don't get too attached. Don't don't overly invest into something where you're not getting anything in return. Because mm-hmm. is she doing anything for you? Is she bringing anything to the table? Does she have genuine right. desire? If she doesn't, then there's no point in investing that much time and effort because she's going to walk away. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, like, keep a healthy relationship on... All right, uh, you're going to see, like, when you meet somebody... Now you gotta think about their the value that brings to your life. If is a girl that you're interested as a woman, like you know, as a woman that you wanna fuck with or you wanna just get to know, then if she's not giving you the same energy back, cut it off. Like straight, cut it off. But if, like in my opinion, if that woman can bring some value to your life as a, maybe like a future business partner or maybe just like uh, somebody who can help you in your career. Then you should you shouldn't be you shouldn't be an asshole and just cut it off. You should be polite, especially if you, you know, share similar interests. Because as a man, we kind of also it's good to have friendships as with women because they give you like a different perspective. And nowadays also, I think, you know, a woman can bring the same value as another man does. Because like you you have you know acquaintances that are men because relationships because uh you know, the network that it builds. And it's always, guys, uh, your, net, your network is your network. So it's who you know. It's not what you know, but who you know. So definitely try to build this type of relationships for the future ahead because it's very important. So you don't discriminate just because she's a woman because nowadays women hold, uh, you know, important positions in our society. So you never know how far she's going to get. But if now, once again... If it's the type of girl that you know you you're interested in as a woman, not as a like a future business partner, then yeah, you gotta be picky on that. Like if she's not if you're just like giving her free attention, you're just talking to her like uh, all the time and just I'm oh, sorry, validating her like oh you're pretty blah blah blah, then it's not worth it. Like if she's not giving you the same energy, out. Yeah, well, like you don't even have to be nice about it. Just like you're not getting the same that you're 
if you're not getting the same return that you're putting in, then what are you doing? Because at yeah. the end of the day, all you're going to do is just you're going to keep adding more, adding more, and you're not going to get anything in return. So that's what's called the uh, sunk cost fallacy, kind of investing more into something without getting any return from it. Mm-hmm. You're just wasting it's, your it's, time. It's definitely like an investment, like an investment mm-hmm. uh, mindset that you've got to think about it, like depending on how you see it and also the asset. Because like I mentioned, a few points right there. I think I think that about covers it. Just um, again, don't Wait. don't take. I wouldn't take that that uh, that phrase and be like apply that to all women. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. You definitely can, and maybe to some degree, if you've always been the type of person that's been overly friendly with women for no mm-hmm. reason, then maybe take that approach for a little while and kind of just like listen. Unless you bring that kind of value to the table, I'm not just going to give you stuff. I'm not going to give you my time, right. my attention, give you gifts, uh, shower you with admiration when you don't deserve it. You haven't done anything. Right. In other words, don't simp. <laughs> don't be a simp. Yeah, don't, don't be a simp. But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on how you see the girl. It depends on how you see each other. Because like, have you trying to get with her? You literally what you do in there is you're just chasing and we always mention that you know you don't try not to chase unless you just like you know on game you just want to fuck around but chasing is never it never leads to anything so it's it always going to be, be an active thing right it should just yeah. be like you know you're just there and the situation just like you know and you're probably mm-hmm. never going to see this person again like okay i'm going to go approach her and talk to her right whatever it should be like but it's not like oh i'm going to actively go out today in order to do this thing yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, so I think that comes to mind when I think she's not yours. Is just your turn. Because, like, mm-hmm. girls are having fun nowadays, but they're not. They have more fun than guys because they get it easier also. They can literally just pick anybody from their DMs. Mm-hmm. Whereas guys, uh, we got to put the work on. But at the same time, um just don't get it's fine. Don't, don't get attached. You build up That's all fine. the skills. You build up yeah, humor. You practicing. You make yeah. the money. You're good. Exactly. Yeah. I think that the that, that, um, that takeaway is that don't get attached easily. Because I feel like that's one of the mistakes that a lot of guys make. I made the mistake before too. And is to get attached quickly. Like you start talking to a girl. Um, maybe you're already fucking around and you get attached and you're already like oh shit like maybe i have a future with her but girls they don't get attached <laughs> they don't get attached that easy they're they're more like uh, they have their cards up. it takes time like, I mean, it definitely takes, it takes time. time yeah and yeah so you know you, if you get attached you lose you know you know the phrase there's like a really good phrase in it like uh in spanish like el que se enamora pierde mm. So it's, it's, it's really I think there's a. No, I can't think of this. There's a similar phrase in English, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's a good quote to have. If you mm. understand it, you understand. I, I'm not gonna translate it for you, but yeah, go for it. Next topic. All right, so let's jump into <laughs> fitness. Um, so now we have fasting and the different types. Mm-hmm. So this one shouldn't take too long here, but, um. Like you said earlier in the previous podcast, we've done fasting, right? 
So I can speak to all the different types that we've done or that I've done so far. So we start with the shortest one and then we build up to the longer one. So the shortest one is intermittent fasting, intermittent. So intermittent, intermittent fasting is such that you take a time frame and that's mm-hmm. the, the window that you're going to eat. So some of the more common ones are 16 eights. So for 16 hours, you're fasting and eight hours of the day, you have a window to eat. The other one is uh, 18, four. So 18 hours of fasting, four hours you get to eat. Uh, No, sorry, 18, six. 18, six, yeah. 18, six. 24 is the other one. So 20 hours you're fasting, four hours you're eating. And then you jump to 24. So essentially like 24 hours, you don't eat any food. And then on the 25th hour, you can break the fast. Um, And those are just like the more basic ones. Now, if you want to get a little bit more extreme, then you have um, prolonged fasting. So that's usually anything over 24 hours. So that's like one, two, they can range from anywhere from one day all the way up to like shit, a week or not even a week, 30 days, 40 days. You can really scale this. So you got to be careful. You kind of got to um, start with the easy, well, or, the easiest one. You don't even have to do it, but if you would like to do it, then I would suggest start off with the easier ones first with the intermittent fasting, and then you can start maneuvering up. Um, so I'll let you go. And then once you're done, I'm going to start talking a little bit about the benefits of fasting. And maybe you can oh, talk about it as well. Yeah, I was actually going to go to that because like, I think right. that you covered all the types of fasting. Um, now, why would you do fasting? That's the, that's the major question. Like, why would you even try it? Uh, a lot of people do it to lose weight. Um, they want to be self-aware of what they're eating. So usually when you have um, a scarce record, a scarce resource of food, you tend to like go for healthier choices. So that's one. Um, another option is also to cleanse your body. Now, maybe you want you want to start a new diet. You want to um, start eating healthy. You want to cleanse your body. You want to make sure that, you know, uh, you starting from ground zero. So usually that's another good reason why people do it. Um, and another one, I think it might be for um, just like control, control of what you're eating, control of like your habits. Cause if eventually like you wanna go, like if you decide to go with intermittent fasting, especially like, you know, like maybe usually like the most common one, 16A, uh, you wanna, you, you're gonna be in control of what you're eating got to be controlled of and it becomes a habit right and like any other habit it translates into another aspect of your life so if you're consistent about it then you're going to be consistent on other choices as well and uh keep in mind that half like on the 16 a eight hours you're sleeping and the eight hours you is after you wake up right so um, you know it's not that bad it's not that hard i do that every day like i do that myself because my schedule uh like right now i don't go eating just drinking water or tea until like uh, 12 but you can explain a little bit more about because the way that randy does it is like he cannot drink coffee or tea during the, the time right I think no no it's i just can like drink coffee water. too i can't just uh, oh so yeah so the way i'd yeah. like to do it is um i make sure that anything that i consume has no calories so mm-hmm. and additionally i like to supplement so i take in electrolytes just to make sure that i'm keeping the body functioning properly so but one of the big things with fasting is the fact that you start, you know, 
mm-hmm. your body doesn't get any external energy from food. So at some point, your body's going to start starving. Um, but that's only temporary. So within that time period, what you want to do is be supplementing with some electrolytes. That way your body is has enough to you know function properly. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's very... It's often heard of like you start feeling really lightheaded and dizzy simply because you're dehydrated. The only reason why you're dehydrated is because you don't have enough salt in your body, which is weird because you would think just drinking more water would get you hydrated. Not the case. So the more water that you drink, the more you flush out all the electrolytes in your system. So it just basically the more water you drink, the worse off you're going to feel. Right. Well, uh, Uh, another question for you. What triggers... um, the metabolism to start working because the, the whole idea about fasting is for your metabolism not to release some of the acids that it does when you know you're when you intake some food so what are some triggers what things you should you should avoid so i thought coffee and um like coffee had especially with sugar usually triggers like yeah, that. so that's why when it comes to coffee and tea, you got to make sure that there's nothing, no additives in it. It's just mm-hmm. plain. And I only drink black coffee, and if I were to drink tea, it would just be tea with caffeine, and that's it. Um, usually the things that trigger your body to start processing food is anything that forces you to produce insulin. So mm-hmm. one of the other big things about fasting is that <clears throat> it if you're somebody that's already pre-diabetic or uh, somebody that is diabetic... Fasting becomes a really good control mechanism for that simply because if you expose yourself long enough to the fast or just fasting over time, so let's say every other day you fast or every week you fast once or twice a day, um, you become less and less uh, insulin insensitive or insulin Mm -hmm. sensitive, whatever a diabetic is, whatever the issues, it kind of helps you manage the, the position a little bit better simply because the reason why insulin is triggered is because when you consume food, you're trying to get sugar from the food, like the glucose into your bloodstream, or you're trying to get it out of your system, but you can't. Your the blood just, or the blood sugar kind of just stays there and it coagulates or like kind of pulls together. And then that becomes a problem because very easily you can have some sort of heart attack or anything like that because there's something blocking the veins and the arteries. So, I really like fasting for those reasons. Um, going back to the the coffee, right, and the tea. So you got to make sure that the only thing that you have in there is just the pure substance. Otherwise, if you add in sugar, if you add in milk, immediately your body's going to trigger insulin in order to help you digest that, and then that just defeats the whole purpose of the fast. Right. Very good. Uh, yeah, you got. You had anything else to add? Um, again, if you want to try it and start off with the lighter ones, um, I know there's definitely one thing I would recommend. Um, so the, with the longer ones, um, mm-hmm. at some point you're going to start feeling uh, a little weird, right? So like you <laughs> feel like that. you're going to fart and it's not a fart. So be very, uh, be very skeptical of your farts yeah. when you're on a prolonged fast, anything more than 24 hours after that point, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, especially if you also drinking a lot of um, electrolytes, such as salt or like, I think, what is it, the other one? Magnesium? Potassium and magnesium. Oh, potassium. Yeah, there you go. So especially if you adding those to your water intake, because you know you need some minerals in your body, you are going to shed yourself, like to put it in simple words. Because like, 
you remember you you're clean to your body now your body is still uh has the um, kind of like the process of metabolism because it remembers right your body is smart so it remembers the process that it has to do at most certain times so it flush itself and now what is going to come is not going to be poop because you don't have enough food so it's going to be just like water and that shit is going to be like <laughs> Just water, just liquid. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like, it could be food that was just like stuck in your gut, like just right. stuck within the the linings of uh, your intestines and things like that. So mm-hmm. again, it's definitely a cleansing. But want to whenever you feel like you got to fart, just have a bathroom nearby and make sure that you fart in there, just to be sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well, like the longest that I have done fasting is for a week, like a whole week, like seven days. And I think it was helpful because right after, like, I, I noticed, like, you know, like, my, I used to deal with acne, like, really bad. And ever since, like, I don't have that bad acne anymore. Like, I get pimples, but not too bad. Um, it definitely helps to cleanse your body in that way and also mm-hmm. change my diet, too. Like, so it's very... All right, that's something I forgot to mention. So you say you do intermittent right. fasting. I mm-hmm. like to do one meal a day. So technically, that mm-hmm. depends on that That's basically like a what 22 two so for 22 mm-hmm. hours in the day i'm fasting and then for two hours of meeting so again it really just depends what works well with your lifestyle you don't mm-hmm. have to be doing prolonged fast just yeah, yeah. for the sake of doing it if it works for you you can do it if you're more overweight i would recommend it uh just to help mm-hmm. you get control of your food and you know start losing some more weight but other than that then you know whatever works yeah and also i would suggest if you want to do the like any intermittent fasting, I would recommend like doing it after you wake up. Cause like, you know, when you're sleeping, your body is on a process of recuperating itself. And that's when most of the um, um, cleansing and also like burning fat happens. Like literally if you work out, you burn more calories and more fat while you're sleeping cause your body is recuperating. So if you go, if you prolong that, you know, like you're not sending any, any you're not giving your body any food after you wake up that process continues the process it's not as fast as what you sleeping but continues whereas mm-hmm. if you eat and then uh let's say by by like noon or 12 p.m you don't eat any other food until like the next day then it's not the same the, the same benefits i would say uh like you're not gonna get similar 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 effects but if you do like you know like this is my schedule how it goes like i usually on bed by 10 p.m so by then i don't eat or drink anything usually if i'm in the mood for tea i do that but like i, I usually just drink water well, wake up usually by say uh, 6 a.m uh, 6 a.m usually water or tea and then from here i wouldn't eat until like 2 uh, i mean 1 p.m usually that's when I start making my breakfast, 1 p.m. And by 6 is my last meal that I eat. So usually that's the, the period that I get to eat. Like I do have two meals. My, I wouldn't say breakfast, but like brunch. And then... Even lunch, think, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, so that's usually how I do it. And by 6 p.m. So by 6 p.m. is when I start my fasting. Like let's say 7. Like 7 is the latest, latest, latest I can eat. And then from there, like my period starts, because <laughs> you also want to keep some time, you know, before you go to bed, um, for the food to digest. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. That's, that's um, do you have the topics in front of you? Because uh, my computer died here. So what's the last one there for the finance? <laughs> sure. Now I got it. Uh, how much money is enough money? Right. All right. I remember so, it was just a board. You gotta, you gotta explain that to me. Like, what do you mean? Because you came up with the topic. Right. So this topic. one was this kind of just a random one that I thought of, but you know, we keep talking about trading and investing, and you know, just mm-hmm. money basically. So you, the thought came to mind. Okay, with all of this in mind, mm-hmm. at what point should you feel satisfied with the trading and the investing? Do you think there's a point where you ever be satisfied? Because okay. again, for us, right? Like for me, trading isn't uh, like about making money. I mean, it is. It's a good side, uh, like a side effect of good trading. But mm-hmm. the reason why I trade is simply because I enjoy doing it. Adrenaline. <laughs> in the same way that you know you would be on your phone playing a game <laughs> that's basically what i'm doing with trading the stock market now you got to be careful because you can't actually take this as like just the game because if you lose you start losing money and if you lose big you're going to lose a lot of money so you got to be like diligent any, it's like, like playing game. a game of chess right yeah. you have you to be bet. disciplined you have to think about your trade your, your strategies and you have to execute in such a way where you always know what your, what what the next move is. Mm-hmm. You don't know where the next two or three moves are, but at least the next move, you at least got to know that. So go ahead. Well, what about you? Right. Well, the way that you that I understood the question was a bit different. Uh, I didn't thought it was it was like you know per trade per uh, like how much money you make per day or per trade. I thought it was like more like how much it's how much money is enough money like in the long run like. When you either way, when either you, way you want to take it. Yeah, that's that's the way that I thought about it. Uh, you know, like how much money are you do you want to make? Like a million, like a billion, like what is your goal? Now, it's it's sometimes good to have a goal in mind, but in my opinion, like what I do for me, I don't chase money the same way that I don't chase anything. Um, for me, it's more like a lifestyle. Like the reason why I want to be financial independent is because of the lifestyle that it can bring me. You know, I want to mm-hmm. travel. I want to go places. I want to be, once I, I start um, forming a family, I want to be with my family. Like, you know, I don't want to have a nine to five and just spend time with my family for a few hours. I want to be there like most of the time. Um, like it's still working, but you know, it gives me more flex, uh, flexibility. And also because it's going to be the capital that I want to use for my, for my projects, like projects I have. And I'm starting building. So that's the main reason I, see the importance of money but at the end of the day for me it's more like a field like you know how in the car oh shit i remember this from like a instagram post i think so like when i'm when you building a company money is the field so that runs the car so you know you put you pump gas into into the car in order for it to to like move in order for it to to go forward or backward whatever like Mm -hmm. in order for it to move if you don't have field, the car is just going to be there. It's just going to be, you know, it's going to stop. So now the car or the company, it, it's to take you to point A to point B. So you should have a direction where you're going, like a, like a mission, right? Like that's why it's very important for every company to have a mission. If your mission to making a company or building something is to make you money, then you already lost the game because you're pursuing gain rather than seeing 
mon- I mean, you're pursuing money rather than seeing money as that field for the company in order for it to like move. Um, that's why a lot of businesses, I guess, they go, they don't make it. And for sure. Yeah. Money yeah. is a means to an end, right? It shouldn't yeah, be exactly. the, the, the goal. Um, like you were goal. saying, right? Like the lifestyle, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. I, I like the lifestyle of, you know, the freedom that I would get if I'm a trader. Because with trading, mm-hmm. my money comes from wherever I want to be. I don't have to be tied down to any one location. And again, that gives me the flexibility to maneuver, be wherever I want, go wherever I want, travel however I want, and, you know, be able to still make enough income in order to sustain that kind of lifestyle. I'm not stuck to a nine to five office job or some type of job where I have to be in a specific place. Now, maybe nowadays, you know, we're more remote. So maybe you can say like, oh, I can work from home. Cool. Mm -hmm. But at some point, life will get back to normal and you're going to have to start going back into the office. So when that becomes the case, you know, now you don't have that freedom anymore. But until then, right. you can enjoy what you got. Um, and yeah, it's a means to an end. Your money should just be there to help facilitate doing the kind of things that you want to do, building the projects that you want to build, building the companies that you want to build, fulfilling whatever goal or whatever vision that you want to make for yourself, your legacy. Um and that's it. It shouldn't be anything more than that. Money shouldn't be the goal. It's just the means to an end. All right. Let me ask you this. How much money do you think is enough? Now you probably, depending on the person, I feel like you can mm-hmm. probably get away with five to 10 million in a lifetime. If you can make that amount of money, I feel like it'd be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I, I was asking a friend, like, how much money should I make? And he told me a billion. He's like, you know what? I'll make that the goal. So <laughs> now the goal is to get to a billion, just to say that I got to a billion. Interesting, interesting. Like for me, is whatever it takes to accomplish, to have a, you know, like a happy lifestyle as well as a, a be able to accomplish in, what's it called? I'm able to be, to fund my, my project, whatever it takes. It can be a, it can be a million, it can be ten million, it can be a billion. I would just, you know, that's that's my goal. I don't have just a number. Play it as is. Just make all the exactly. money as much as you need to. Exactly. Whenever you need the money, you'll make the money, and then that's it. Okay. All right. Uh, news updates. What do you got for me in that aspect? All right. So, um, yes. Well, within the last couple of days, the only things I've been trading is Tesla and Neo. So that's mm-hmm. been doing pretty well for me. Um, Again, with the addition or the news of Tesla going to the S&P 500, that's really right. driving up the entire electric vehicle market, not just Tesla only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, so that's definitely something good. Um, let's see. I'm not seeing so much movement anymore in terms of everything going up as high as it was, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all the industry, all the, um, what do you say, the hospitality industries, right? And the airlines and things like that. All that stuff mm-hmm. is starting to stabilize a little bit more. It's not going up as much. So, again, we're not really getting much more news. I mean, we got the vaccine stuff coming up, but you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's only gonna be that's only gonna be such a catalyst, right? Um, again, we got the shutdowns coming in again here, so we got to be diligent. We talked about it yesterday. What you could be trading. Um, so keep in mind those things. And yeah, that's, that's all I got from my end. 
yeah on my on, on my end when it comes to day trading i've been taking a look at gold it's been it's been like a fucking roller coaster with gold so um, i'm just holding like some shares on that uh trying to maximize my capital like i haven't lost anything but you know still holding it i'm doing swing trade because i took the position yesterday um i haven't been looking I, I i was trying to get into the markets like the s triple q but there's not much return right there and it's a little bit pricey in my opinion because right now the market how it looks is pretty much flat throughout the day so there's not a good trade um opportunity on that uh when it comes to individual companies i was looking at the one that you told me yesterday the um, lear i think it was l r yeah oh yeah p that one i was looking at that i started doing my research on it it has potential but right now in my opinion it's a little bit over uh overvalued uh overhyped i guess but i'm just gonna wait for the dip there's definitely gonna be an enormous uh especially right now with the vaccine because it's based on technology and we're gonna see how that works out uh news 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 uh google is going full venmo what it means is that it's making its google pay kind of like a social platform now google with social has a has a, a bit of history they're not good at it uh we have seen google plus fail and also um, google uh, i think it was travel you know the the travel booking i used to use it and they took it down because it didn't work out like it failed as well So Google has some history with social aspect with like social media and it's not a good one. We'll see how far it gets with this one. So Google, maybe some of you are familiar with Venmo. Venmo uh, is owned by PayPal. No, actually Venmo is owned by by eBay. And it's pretty much like, you know, like a social, social platform. Like you can send money and pay. And also like now they even have a debit card. But um, a lot of companies have been looking at like they're getting into the financial sector we have robin hood we have um uh even apple now they have the apple car and many many industries getting into like um into into financial sector now what it what this does is causing kind of like an overflow in the market which are going to confuse the consumer and you wouldn't know now it's good because That means it creates competition. So there's better, better options when it comes to credit cards for you, like better options, better deals to picking up like a new credit card if you want to do that. Or maybe like the interest rate per, um, you know, per savings and stuff like that. But it can get a little bit confusing. And also it can, it doesn't guarantee uh, safety because, you know, a lot of these new startups, they don't have the same backup that uh, like an established bank has. Like, you know, if you invest like, let's say like a, like a hundred thousand dollars, usually with the, after the, the crash, like the, the great depression in like 1920s, the banks, they have like a set of fund to give you back, to secure you back those savings. But new companies, and that's the backslash that Robinhood got when they first tried to open their debit card because they didn't have that, you know, that security. There was that skepticism with people. And right now they're, you know, looking ways around it and how they do it actually is very interesting. They actually have a major bank behind them. So they're just like the face, but you literally, you put it in the bank, might as well just go to it, like an established bank like Chase or, or Citibank and put your money there. Now, that's my opinion, but 
rather than you know dealing with a tier uh what is it called with a middleman yeah but yeah other than that uh other news other news hold on uh very good earnings reports this week market it's you know it's it's on the green it's it's going up and like you mentioned hospitality and airlines there are increasing a little like you know uh, establishing yeah uh, little, little, comes, up. Mm-hmm. yeah other than that i don't have any more that should be it yep all right that sounds good all right everybody thank you for listening it's the end of the week it's week number four so march a month i think yesterday's mm-hmm. episode was the um the first it's the first month because we started october 20th remember yesterday was november 20th so oh yeah all right yeah, yeah you're right we're a month in we're four weeks down going into month number two thank you for listening if you have um again we're just shooting the shit here we're having fun we'd have these conversations anyway so might as well just bring you along um yeah enjoy the enjoy the weekend enjoy the weekend guys peace see you next week